The gold team plays sixth in the world. We've got six in the top 40, but only three in the top 20. However, we now have two gods sharing the throne of perfection. Hey, Pipes. Nerd. Hit me, brother. Today's sound is designed to suit you. Entertainment. Bass. From Studio 1A at the worldwide headquarters of Echo Blade Studios. Ladies and gentlemen. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. Welcome to the Godverse. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo. The world's it's only so podcast dedicated to an MTGPQ coalition. Does that make me crazy? Does that make me crazy? The Gods of Theros. Welcome, Nerd Thuggery. Getting a little DJ pipes there. I like that. Recording in our studios in Florida. Greetings to our brothers and sisters in Great Britain, Italy, Pakistan, Canada. Anywhere and everywhere grog is imbibed. What's up, gods and groggers? Bienvenido, willkommen, tervatua, and welcome to the big show. And it will soon be getting bigger. Yeah, that's what I said. I am Nerd Thuggery, and we have the results of last weekend's event, Titanomachy. We took a small step backward on this one, but I think we kind of knew this would happen with this particular event. The goal team certainly did what they always do. We'll talk about last weekend's results first. We'll do the team breakdowns. Beginning this week, we'll recap the worldwide top 10 teams from Titanomachy, a new weekly feature. And I'll let you know what's been happening behind the scenes of this show and how we're going to be expanding in the very near future. We'll also mention a few more chase cards from the standard set suggested by some new friends of GOT. Then we'll announce this weekend's event. All right, let's get started. Dodge has crunched the numbers and submitted his report. The Throne of Perfection. A couple of oldies but goodies have returned the Throne of Perfection to its former glory this week, rattling off five straight flawless wins. Hold your grog mugs high for Mark the Merold and Sepulka, strangers to no one on the long list of mighty gods. A flamboyance of 17 members of Gods of Thero ascended the coveted throne of Theros with perfect scores of 140 this week, including Mark the Merrill, Dodge You, Sepulka, Kumashi, Demosthenes, Imagine, Six Iron, Imperial, Derek Rogers, Craig Kinzel, Oh my God, Puppies, Quicksilver, Raced Lynn, Gut Shanks, Couts Clown, Luis Ferreira, Scald Strider. A convocation of 11 members claimed the demigod status, scoring 95% or more, including Dan. Danny Crow, Voodoo, Bento Box, DSCM, Coolamane, Moo815, Cave Den, Marino, Kung Fu Chuck, Twitchy Witch, EEAAJJ. Another zeal of 72 avatars scored 75% or more. Congratulations, guys. Good job. All right, let's break down the teams. The gold team. The gold team had nine gods with perfect scores, two demigods at 95%, a team rating of 95.6. Top performers right now are Mark the Merald and Sepulka, both at 100. The gold team placed sixth in this week's event. 
Ninja Sid and Razuishu are moving to GOT2. The Silver Team. Five gods with perfect scores, three demigods at 95%, a team rating of 89.2. Top performer right now is Dodge U at 97. The Silver Team tied for 13th place in the world last weekend. Kumashi and Kulamane are moving up to the gold team. Jimmy Mack and P. Nizzle are moving to GOT3. The Bronze Team. Bronze Team had one god with a perfect score, one demigod at 95%, a team rating of 81.1. The top performer right now is Quicksilver with a rating of 95. The Bronze Team took 21st place in the world last weekend. Quicksilver and CM9009 are moving up to the Silver Team. Targriel and Not That Mad moving to GOT4. The Quads of Thero. The Quads of Swallow. Sorry. The Quads had three demigods at 95%, a team rating of 85.6. Top performer right now is Voodoo at 90. The Quads took 17th in the world. The Quads continue to overperform, going top 20 now for, I think, seven straight weeks. Voodoo and Evil, Evil <laughs> I'm not even going to take that one out, man. Voodoo and Evil Maggot are moving up to the Bronze Team. Elvis and 777 are moving to GOT5. El Cinco de Theros. One god with a perfect score, a team rating of 75.0. Top performer right now is Gutshanks at 97. Welcome to Platinum, Gutshanks. Hang in there, buddy. The Cinco placed 30th in the world. Gutshanks and Nomishkram are both moving up to GOT4. Volrath Slice and Simba are moving to GOT6. The Hexagods of Theros. One god with a perfect score, a team rating of 59.3. The top performer right now is Cavatopi at 84. The Hexagods took 39th place in the world last week. And that's a great showing, the best showing in a while, I believe. Cavatopi and Vizdaloop are moving up to GOT5. The Grogs of Theros. Two demigods at 95%, a team rating of 58.3. The top performer is Last Exit with a rating of 96. The Grogs dropped out of the top 50 for the first time in a couple months, placing 54th in the world. The Grogs had a few roster spots open last week, so there will be no matriculating to GOT6, but that was a great run in the top 50. I'm sure they're going to be right back in there. I noticed something as I was glancing at the numbers. A few episodes back, I had commented that we had over 40 teammates who had a rating of 95 or higher, but that was before all of these legacy events. So now GOT has just over 20 teammates with a 95-plus rating, or about half of that. So yet our global rankings you know, generally haven't suffered. So these legacy events are certainly affecting the overall scores throughout the MTGPQ community. So the final global team results for the Titanomachy event were as follows. Goblin Pile had a wonderful event here. They uh, were 43 points away from a perfect score. They took first place, kind of won this one running away. Uh, second place, Team Reckless. MTG Goldfish was third. You have one job down in fourth place. That's kind of nice to see. Fifth place, Blue Lotus. Sixth place was our own gold team, Gods of Theros. Seventh was Black Lotus. Eighth was Teferi. Ninth was Oblivion. And tenth place was SWW again. That's such an awkward name. I'm just going to start calling them Southwest Wagons. So, <laughs> Oh, if they have a problem, they just make their own podcast. Whatever. <laughs> So a few nights ago, I happened to be playing MTGPQ on my iPad while soaking in a warm goat milk bubble bath and watching reruns of Silicon Valley, as nerds are wont to do. 
And Lars 70 pops into GOT7 to collect his scores. Now, usually when this happens, he drops a friendly howdy boys and then he bounces, right? So, and then we make our usual jokes about somebody leaving the back door open again. But this time he stays and he talks. You, you know that scene in Real Genius when <laughs> the, the genius who lives in the closet and he comes out and nobody talks to him and all of a sudden he talks? What's that? What was that? Laszlo. So <laughs> it was like Laszlo coming out and talking. Anyways, hope you're not offended by that, Lars. Totally respect. respect. Okay. This time he stays and he talks. He mentions that he heard this very podcast and that he enjoys it. I told him how much I admire the data crunching that he does for the MTGPQ community. And this time he doesn't bounce. So we chatted further and he graciously invited me to visit the server over at FTA. Now, for those of you who don't know, FTA stands for From the Ashes. And it's another mega coalition, very much like what we do here in GOT. I'll tell you their roster of teams in a little bit. Believe me, you see them on the boards every day. So anyways, Lars70 has it. Well, I'm just going to call him Lars. Lars has a data kink very much like our own Dodge U. And he opened up several of his resources to help me with the podcast. I've always been curious about the other teams we play against and also about the names that we often see on the other side of the board when we play in any PvP event. And I've always felt that if we build connections to other teams and mega other mega coalitions, a friendly rivalry, you know, it would only increase enjoyment of this game and maybe also increase player retention, help support and grow the MTGPQ community overall. Over the past week, I've had some great conversations about the future of this game and the peripheral media that orbits the game with names you all know, people like Lars, like Gosmaster, like Main Loop, Brat, uh, Black Dragon, also with names you probably don't know, but you will soon, believe me, because these conversations were very positive, a lot of mutual admiration between the coalitions. One comment I loved reading on the FTA Discord was that one of their players listened to some of these, these podcast episodes and said, I feel I've played up against a lot of the players you mentioned in the podcast. I love this. There's already some familiarity there. So the teams in FTA are the, and you'll recognize these team names because they're towards the top like we are every week. Goblin Pile, Tormented, Teferi, Dejected, Avengers, Arcadia, Myth Taken, Denied, and Lord Windgrock. So we, we know these guys, right? We play against them all the time. But now, when you see their decks on the other side of the board, you can brutalize their deck with an, an extra twinkle in your eye, knowing that they will be thinking the same every time they play against a GOT deck on the other side of their board. All right? There's also one more big group of coalitions that we're trying to connect to, and I think that's going to happen. So we'll, we'll talk about that more in the next couple weeks. Okay, let's continue on with some more chase cards from the standard sets that you might find helpful. Again, I won't go too far in depth about what they do, uh, just for time uh, considerations, but I'll give you a brief description and then you can look up the card. What's special about this week's recommended cards is that I asked our new friends over in the, the uh, FTA Discord server to suggest some good chase cards for the podcast, and they did a great job with recommendations. So... The first card that was recommended was suggested by Steve, who is a top player on Goblin Pile. And almost immediately it was seconded by the other players on the server. That card is the Vanguard Teferi Hero of Dominaria. It's in the Werewolf set, you know which one that is. It's white and blue, costs 18 to cast, and in a nutshell you can build it up within a few turns to just about exile everything your opponent puts out on the board. So. Look it up and study it to Fairy Hero of Dominaria. Chase it hard, guys. The second card was recommended by Lars. It's another Vanguard to chase. It's Tamayo Field Researcher. 
It's in the Kamigawa set. It's blue, white, green, costs 16 to cast. I can vouch for this one. I think I've seen this one a lot on a lot of boards too. I think it's rather ubiquitous also. But once it's set up, it will fill every card in your hand with full mana at the beginning of your turn. It's crazy fun to play. That's Tamayo Field Researcher. The third card is recommended by Summon Ghost. He's a hammer currently in the Tormented Coalition who also happens to be riding a wave of 13 weeks of perfect scores. Nice going, man. Summon Ghost recommends Temporal Mastery. Now, it's a masterpiece card, but it's in the Vampire set. Again, you know which one I'm talking about, the Vampires. And that set's been around long enough that you may be able to snag this through booster crafting if you have enough saved up for that. Anyways, it's a blue spell, costs 8 to cast, Basically, keep it in your hand, and as you shift through night and day phases, it pumps free mana into all your cards in your hand. And then when you actually cast the card, you get an extra swap. So he recommends this card specifically for the extra swap. That card, again, is Temporal Mastery. I received many more great recommendations, but I'm going to put those in my pocket for next week's episode. I mean, Blossoming Tortoise is going to get recommended by everybody who has it at this point. That card does everything. You know, in Paper Magic, when you play Blossoming Tortoise, you get fresh tableside guac. That's how great that card is. It does everything. Okay, next week, I'll be recording our first live interviews with guests. I've already begun scheduling. I won't reveal names. I think I might keep it a surprise until I drop the episodes. We'll cover different topics such as origin stories of certain coalitions and mega coalitions. We'll do gameplay strategies, favorite card combos, favorite planeswalkers. Maybe a little bit also about the guests so you learn a little bit about the players behind the decks. All right. This weekend's event is Of Machine and Freedom. We're quite familiar with this one. If you have any questions about how you want to play it, go to the Discord server. Each and every Coalition event has its own dedicated channel where our best players post the decks that work for them and give advice and strategy on each specific node. I have a feeling we're going to bounce back in this event. I also want to see if we can get more teams in the top 25 than FTA. So, <laughs> gauntlet thrown. They have a tough roster of teams, so if we can get five in the top 25, we've done it before, folks. Let's try it. Let's have fun with this one. All right. If you are not on the Discord server, I strongly recommend you download the Discord app. It's free, and send a friend request to me, Nerd Thuggery, or Derek Rogers, or any of the team leaders, really. And we will send you the link to log on to the server. We keep it private and exclusive because it really is a nice benefit of being part of the Gods of Theros. Also, please say something in your in-game chat and encourage members to join the Discord. And encourage members also to listen to this podcast. So there's a link to each episode in the podcast channel of the Discord. And you can find it on Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Audible, just about anywhere except for Apple. All right, if you want to join the Gods of Theros, use the Coalition search feature in the game and type in Gods of the and hit enter. The list will populate with all of our open coalitions. If you see a space in Gods of Theros 7, and there are a few right now, just jump right in and say hi. We don't have any minimum qualifications or requirements. I would suggest being at least level 30 and silver level because at that point you can really start to thrive at this level of competition. But we do have two rules, very important. Play the Weekend Coalition event, and don't be a dick. Lastly, I want to recognize some special GOT members who continue to please me by stacking pelts of white lion fur at my doorstep. Mimi, Boramac, Vizdaloop, and Skycat Bonder, they all delivered. Thank you for contributing toward what is going to become a glorious rug in front of the fireplace hearth. 
This week's mashup was created by Benjamin Veltz. You can find him on all the usual social platforms as Bassfire. Pipes is known, well, <laughs> DJ Pipes <laughs> is known to his mother as DJ Jeffrey Smith. He does this for a living. You can find him on Fiverr. This podcast was produced by Echo Blade Studios. I'm Nerd Thuggery. We will see you on the other side of Machine and Freedom. Good luck, guys. So long, nerds.